Good morning and welcome to um, this session of Freely Give. And this morning we will be looking at Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 through 8. And that will be um, going through the um, first four seals, which are um, more commonly known as the four horsemen. And um, so we will uh, pray and get into it. And again, this is going to be in lesson format. So if you'd like a copy of this lesson, you can email me at McHale at yahoo.com. That's J-E-A-N-N-E-M-C-H-A-L-E at yahoo.com. Or if you had any questions. Okay, let's pray and get started. Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for this day and this time to study your word, Lord. Please teach us what you would have to know. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'll be reading from the uh, New Living Translation. So Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. As I watched, the Lamb broke the first of seven seals on the scroll. Then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, Come. I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its riders, its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. When the lamb broke the second seal, I heard the second living being say, Come. Then another horse appeared a red one. Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth, and there was war and slaughter everywhere. When the lamb broke the third seal, I heard the, live, the third living being say, Come. I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand, and I heard a voice from among the four living beings say, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay and don't waste the olive oil and wine. When the lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the fourth living being say, come. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named death and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. Okay, so we, we know from last time that um, Jesus was the one that was worthy to take the scroll. And um, now he is opening the seals on the scroll. And we know that the end of the matter will be that Jesus will reign on earth but um, that the unbelievers do have to be judged. Judgment is going to have to take place. So this is the beginning, the first of the seven seals. Um, and what does that produce? Let's read our little introduction here. In this passage of scripture, Jesus begins opening the seals we will begin shifting our attention from what is happening in heaven to what is happening on earth. Warren Wiersbe says this in his Bible commentary. 
The worship described in Revelation 4 to 5 is preparation for the wrath described in Revelation 6 to 19. It seems strange to us that worship and judgment should go together, but this is because we do not fully understand either the holiness of God or the sinfulness of man, nor do we grasp the total picture of what God wants to accomplish and how the forces of evil have opposed him. God is long-suffering, but eventually he must judge sin and vindicate his servants. And I do know that um, for us, we kind of go back and forth with this. It's tough when we read about God's judgment, but it's also tough um, day to day when we see um, the injustices, when we see the crime, when we see the pain that is caused and we cry out and say, come Lord Jesus, come rule and reign on the earth. And um, so it is something that I know at least I go back and forth with and probably a lot of us do. Okay, so read verses one to two. What color is the horse and what was the rider carrying and what was placed on his head? So this was a white horse and the rider carried um, a bow and a crown was placed on his head. And question number two, what was he going out to do? He was going out to win many battles and gain victory. And then this is a main question here. Who do you think the writer is? And this, this is the subject of uh, much difference of opinion with the commentators. Now, there's a lot of commentators that think that this writer is actually Jesus himself. Um, but, of course, the prevailing opinion here is that this is the Antichrist, the very first seal um, that opens up brings um, the Antichrist, the man of sin here. And I want to read, Is it? it's Daniel chapter 9. Uh, verses 26 to 27. After this period of 62 sets of seven, the anointed one will be killed, appearing to have accomplished nothing. And a ruler will arise whose armies will destroy the city and the temple. The end will come with a flood. And war and its miseries are decreed from that time to the very end. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. But after half this time, he will put an end to the sacrifices and offerings. And as a climax to all his terrible deeds, he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes desecration until the fate decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him. And then Matthew twenty four fifteen. this is what Jesus was telling his disciples when they, when they asked him what, uh, what were going to be the signs of the end of his coming. In twenty four fifteen, he said, the day is coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. So um, most people think that this particular writer here 
on the very first seal is is the um is the antichrist and one of the reasons i definitely think so is because um jesus doesn't go out to gain the victory he's already won the victory and um he doesn't carry a bow he carries the sword of the word of god so i think that this is the antichrist an obvious imposter and um in second thessalonians we have some scripture about the end times um starting in second thessalonians chapter two oh sorry i'm in first thessalonians okay Second Thessalonians chapter 2, starting at verse 5. Don't you remember that I told you about all this when I was with you? And you know what is holding him back, for he can be revealed only when his time comes. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. But the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived, and they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. So that is Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses um, 5 through 12. And so I do believe here that right away, the very first seal, um, after the church is gone, and then, because we saw John being raptured, um, we went through the seven letters to the churches. And then John being raptured, um, Jesus stepping up and taking the scroll. And then the very first scroll, the very first um, seal being opened is the Antichrist. And um, he is going out to win many battles and gain victory okay so our next one what is the next who is the next horseman sorry i've got to get back there real quick um in verses three and four what judgment was this horse and rider bringing upon the earth so this one, um, this rider, he was on a red horse and he was bringing, he had a mighty sword and he had authority to take peace from the earth. And David Guzik makes a very insightful comment in his Bible commentary um, because it says, in verse 4, then another horse appeared, a red one, 
Its rider was given a mighty sword and the authority to take peace from the earth, and there was war and slaughter everywhere. And David Guzik says, this rider didn't need to bring war and destruction. All he needed to do was take peace from the earth. Once this peace, God's gift to man, was taken, men quickly rush in with war and destruction. And that's a very insightful comment about um, our human nature and why we definitely need redemption and we definitely need Christ. Um, but yeah, that's an unfortunate comment on our um, on our nature. Okay, so read verses five to six. What happened when Jesus broke the third seal? And what judgment is this? So now we see a black horse coming forward. We've had um, the white one, the red one. Now we see a black horse coming forward. And this one is famine. It's scarcity, famine. Um, it says, uh, and I heard a voice among the four living beings say, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay. And don't waste the olive oil and the wine. So that's an indication that it's mostly those who, um, who are just regular people, um, maybe middle class and below that are going to be suffering. Um, but, don't waste the olive oil and the wine. There'll still be those, you know, on the rich level, the upper class, who's who won't be having such a hard time. They'll still have um, things to eat. They won't be as affected um, by this judgment, at least not yet. At least not yet. Okay. And so now we are at... Um, verses seven to eight and this horse is pale green read verses seven to eight what color is this horse and who um, will be riding it so this horse is pale green and there are two riders on this horse so let's take a look when the lamb broke the fourth seal I heard the fourth living being say, come. I looked up and saw a horse whose color was pale green. Its rider was named Death, and his companion was the grave. These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. Now, first off, given the population of the earth, if there's been the rapture um just an estimate some commentators estimate that there would be probably four billion people left that's an estimate we don't know for sure um and there already would be chaos of course because of people missing and things um and then if this writer is given the authority to kill one quarter of the population, you're talking about one billion people, which is a massive amount. 
this is going to be a lot of people. And then you have this writer that has a companion. And Warren Wearsby says this, John saw two personages, death riding a pale horse and Hades, the realm of the dead, following him. Christ has the keys of death and Hades, Revelation 118, and both will one day be cast into hell, Revelation 2014. Death claims the body, while Hades claims the soul of the dead, Revelation 2013. So um, this is the fate of those who are unbelievers. And we know that um, it's different for believers. We've seen the death of um, Stephen the martyr and, you know, heaven opened up and he saw um, Jesus standing at the right hand of the father. He saw his Lord. And unfortunately, this is um, what is coming for the unbelievers. And um, we have to thank the Lord for what he's done for us. And also we want to, at this time, be praying for those that don't know the Lord and be praying for those that we know um, do not follow God. And we also want to be a good witness at this time. And being a good witness, part of that is knowing the word. And part of that is um, staying grounded in the word and being able to answer the questions that people have. And I know one of the questions people have had about um, these four horsemen, there's so many um, things swirling around. One of the questions that they've had is, there are um, there are some um, visions in Zechariah 1, 7 through 17, and Zechariah 6, um, 1 through 8. So I just wanted to read those for you um, and see what you think. And what do you think, since we've gone through the description of the four horsemen, um, whether you think they're connected, whether you think they're the same. So the first vision in Zechariah 1, 7 through 17, it says, Three months later, on February 15th, the Lord sent another message to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, and grandson of Edo. In a vision during the night, I saw a man sitting on a red horse that was standing among some myrtle trees in a small valley. Behind him were riders on a red, on red, brown, and white horses. I asked the angel who was talking with me, My lord, what do these horses mean? I will show you, the angel replied. The riders standing among the myrtle trees then explained, They are the ones the lord has sent out to patrol the earth. Then the other riders reported to the angel of the lord, who was standing among the myrtle trees, we have been patrolling the earth, and the whole earth is at peace. 
Upon hearing this, the angel of the Lord prayed this prayer. O Lord of heaven's armies, for 70 years now, you have been angry with Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. How long until you again show mercy to them? And the Lord spoke kind and comforting words to the angel who talked with me. Then the angel said to me, shout this message for all to hear. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. My love for Jerusalem and Mount Zion is passionate and strong, but I am very angry with the other nations that are now enjoying peace and security. I was only a little angry with my people, but the nations inflicted harm on them far beyond my intentions. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I have returned to show mercy to Jerusalem. My temple will be rebuilt, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and measurements will be taken for the reconstruction of Jerusalem. Say this also. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. The towns of Israel will again overflow with prosperity, and the Lord will again comfort Zion and choose Israel as his own. So in this particular um, vision that Zechariah had, um, we see red, brown, and white horses. So there's a couple of same but different colors. They're not all the same colors. And we're specifically told that... Um, when he asked what do these horses mean that they were sent out to patrol the earth not for judgment um i personally don't think there's a connection but there could be you can look into it there could be um something there i that's i my opinion is i don't see it there's one other one um zechariah chapter 6 verses 1 through 8 then i looked up again and saw four chariots coming from between two bronze mountains the first chariot was pulled by red horses the second by black horses the third by white horses and the fourth by powerful dappled gray horses and what are these my lord i asked the angel who was talking with me the angel replied these are the four spirits of heaven who stand before the lord of all the earth they are going out to do his work. The chariots with black horses is going north. The chariot with white horses is going west. And the chariot with dappled gray horses is going south. The powerful horses were eager to set out to patrol the earth. And the Lord said, go and patrol the earth. So they left it once on their patrol. Then the Lord summoned me and said, look, those who went north have vented the anger of my spirit there in the land of the north. So again, these horses are um, doing a patrol. Three of the four are the same colors, um, but I don't see that they are the same. But I did want to bring this to your attention because you might hear about these things. And I do believe that um, as a student, as a child of God, you need to know what the word says. And you can look at look at this for yourself. Again, it was Zechariah 1, 7 through 17, and Zechariah 6, 1 through 8. Um, so you are welcome to look at that. 
and see what you think. And so I just wanted to um, look at this passage of scripture and look at this a little deeper today. So on our next session, we will get into the rest of um, Revelation chapter six. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you and have a great day. Bye.